gentlemen, it's the Mainly Plants Podcast. <clears throat> My name is Ryan Furman. I'm a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com. Uh, on social media, across the platforms, at Mainly Plants. And uh, what else? Uh, you can get a hold of me through there, through social media, through the website, or you can um, you can uh, email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. If I sound a little nasally, it's because I am. I'm getting over the worst sinus cold I think I've ever had. I don't know what is going on, but I uh, in the last two weeks, I've had the flu and a terrible cold. And prior to that, I can't remember the last time I had a cold. It's been years. Um, so I'm thinking maybe I got the flu and and then while I was had a weakened immune system, some other germs got in and I got a, a sinus thing at the same time that didn't show up for, you know, a couple weeks later. I don't know, um, but it is, it's lovely. I'm, I'm blowing out some very colorful stuff from my face, but I'm on the mend. Um, the worst day was like Sunday night. Uh, Monday was actually the worst day. And today I'm feeling much better, just kind of the residual drainage, getting all that stuff out. Um, but if you hear me kind of clear my throat and sniffle, that is why. Um, let's see, what else? What else? Housekeeping. Uh, if you're going to do your Amazon shopping, please go to mainlyplants.com slash Amazon. Takes you right to Amazon. Uh, doesn't uh, make anything different on your end of things. Just gives me a little kickback so I can continue to I can continue to make the podcast free. Um, bye, 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 bye. If you haven't checked out the t-shirts on there, check them out. Go explore the the navigation on mainlyplants.com because you can find all that stuff as, as, as well as my recommended products, stuff that I've, that I use, that I have um, weeded out through lots of trial and error in the last seven years of being vegan, everything from, you know, B12 to protein to tofu presses, stuff like that. Be sure to check that out. That might answer a lot of your, your questions that you guys send me. And if you haven't gone to YouTube yet, go to YouTube, type in mainlyplants, two words in the search. You'll find my channel, watch those videos, subscribe, like, comment, all the above, any and all. Uh, helps me out a ton. I'm trying to get the YouTube thing going. And uh, and your, your uh, what's it called? I, I my Not only is my head stuffy, my, my thought process is like foggy from it, from all the meds. But your support, that's what I was looking for, your support uh, would mean the world to me. So those of you who have done it, I appreciate it. If you haven't yet, uh, take you know, a minute out of your day and check it out. I think you'll find it uh, a little bit humorous. And uh, and let's get into the podcast, shall we? Um, so before we kind of before we get into today's topic, which is the acid base balance, uh, you know, pH levels in the body, I wanted to talk briefly about something that <clears throat> comes up a lot in in people who email me, ask me questions, direct message me. Uh, in the groups that I'm in for whole food, plant-based, stuff like that, for eating healthier. And a lot of people just don't know where to start. And a lot of people who who have been on the train, who fall off, you know, say they get a craving for, you know, chicken, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken or whatever, and they give in, and they they feel terrible. They don't know how to get back on the wagon. So it's, you know, people who don't know where to start and don't know how to start again once they fall off of the whole food, plant-based eating. And it's, it sounds, it sounds almost too simple, but just take that first step. If you're just getting into it, if you're just starting, if you, if you're thinking about starting and you don't know where to start, 
just one thing at a time, like anything else in life, right? <clears throat> but make that one meal that is whole food plant-based. And then from there, make another meal that's whole food plant-based. But the first thing you can do is make that meal. Or likewise, go clean out your fridge and pantry from stuff that for stuff that isn't whole food plant-based. Throw the chips away. You know, throw the mayo away. Throw the Cheetos away, whatever it is, the cookies. You can hear my dog clanking around in the background here, trying to find a place to, to lay down. There he goes. Um, but just do that first action. I mean, it's it's like it's like when you have a busy day at work, right? And say you have 15 things on your plate, no pun intended, that you need to get through. Well, you can't do all 15 at once. You can't tackle it all at once. So what do you do? You start with that one thing. And when you complete that, you move on to the next one. Same thing with whole food plant-based eating. Do one task. Pick what you think is going to help you the most, whether it be cleaning out your fridge and pantry or learning how to prepare one dish. You know, go on Yumly. It's yummly.com. They have an app. It's a free app that uh, is a recipe app, and you can input dietary preferences. You can input vegan. You can say what kinds of vegetables and fruits you don't like, so they, they leave out recipes that have those in it. Or pick up, you know, the... the um, the How Not to Die cookbook or the Forks Over Knives cookbook or, you know, join a group on Facebook for whole food plant-based diets or reach out to me or any other plant-based nutritionist. But take that first action and do that first thing because once you do that first thing, you'll realize that it's not that hard. You know, the scariest, the hardest part is taking that first step because it's like this big scary change. But once you do that, you'll realize, oh, this isn't that hard. This isn't that big of a switch. And then you do it. And then if you fall off, you say, okay, I had that moment of weakness. Nobody's perfect. What matters now is I get back up. So let's start over. I'm going to do that first thing again. I'm going to go back and I'm going to cook that whole food plant-based meal. I'm going to throw the leftovers of that you know, happy meal in the trash and move on. Everybody slips up. Everybody everybody fucks up. You know, I I make it a point to have a just a, a vegan junk food meal once a week. It gets those cravings out and then I get right back on the wagon. It's become routine for me. But when I was first kind of getting into the the the, the process of being vegan and being whole food plant-based, <clears throat> I would slip up here and there weekly. I would have, you know, eggs for breakfast on a, on a weekend with some bacon. And after that, I'd be like, ah, I remember why I don't eat this. I don't feel good after this. The guilt sets in. Okay, everybody messes up. Time to get back on the horse and, and kind of just plug along again. I think the most important thing, and you'll hear me say it a million times, and you'll hear me say it a million times more. Say it with me. Progress, not perfection. Nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. It's just about one foot in front of the other, as with anything in life. If you have that approach with things in life, everything becomes a lot simpler and it's a lot less scary and it's a lot less stressful. Um, so, so, you know, just just take that first step and it's so much easier. And if you need help, reach out. You know, I'm here for your guys's, at your guys' disposal. Throw me an email, uh, send me a direct message, say, God, I screwed up, how do I get back on the horse? Or I'm transitioning to whole food plant-based. How do I, you know, make a, a 
a satisfying and filling vegan meal or whatever, and I'll help you. I'll guide you along. You know, I, I that's what I'm here for. That's what I like doing. Uh, I like setting you guys up for success. So have some goals. Write them down if that helps you, and put it in a place where you're going to see it daily, and just go about your life with one foot in front of the other. Okay, um, so. Getting into acid-base balance in just a second, I want to talk to you guys about Green Gold Nutrition. And if you follow me on my Instagram, you'll see I put a couple posts for them. Um, I talked about them on last week's podcast. These guys um, are found at greengoldnutrition.com, but they offer fantastic supplements. And what I mean by that, and you've heard me talk about it before, it's it's hard for us to eat perfectly all the time, like I was just saying. But what they offer, what Green Gold Nutrition offers, is you can either get it in powder form, and this is a, among you know various other products that they have. But they offer these these original formula capsules and original formula powders. And basically, what they are, it's it's a powder. Like I don't want to say I don't, I, I use superfood haphazardly, but this really is a superfood powder. It's got over two hundred ingredients in it. When you, I mean, if you guys see the label, the whole back of this thing is just, you know, nutrient fact after, after nutrient fact of whole food plant-based food. So it's got over 200 ingredients. It's loaded with organic vitamins and minerals. Um, it's got your macro minerals, your plant-derived trace minerals. It's all vegan. Uh, omega-3 fatty acids. It's packed with superfruits and veggies. It's got prebiotics so you can get that healthy gut like I've talked about a million times. It's got mushroom blends, which I've talked about before. It's got herbs, spirulina. It's got maca. It's got uh, pea and brown rice protein. And this will really fill in the gaps if you aren't able to make your whole food plant-based meals throughout the day. Listen, I get busy just like you guys. And this stuff, I like, I prefer the pills just because it's easier for me to take a pill than just to, you know, put the powder in a juice and drink it down. I like taking supplements in the form of pills. So you can get it in powder form, you can get it in pills, but um, it really fills in the gaps. You're getting everything that you need. And you'll notice the difference. You'll feel better, especially if you guys aren't getting those nutrients as is. Um, Along with with those original formulas, they do have pH balance uh, care capsules and pH strips. So you can pee on these strips, you can see how acidic or alkaline your body is, and we'll get into why that's important in just a second. Um, but they also sell a supplement that will help your body uh, reach that that uh, that uh, alkaline level that you kind of want to be in. You don't want your body to be in an acidic state. Um, but more importantly, head on over to Green Gold Nutrition. Have a look around. You know, they in their in their navigation they have something that says "Change Your Life in 30 Days." I highly suggest reading that. You can read all the ingredients. You can see all the products. You can see the testimonials. And then when you guys are ready to check out and give it a try, enter MP20 at checkout. Get 20% off. Uh, I really think that you guys will be will be uh, pleasantly surprised with what they have to offer. So let's get into it. Let's get into the acid-base balance. So your dietary acid load is determined by the balance of acid-inducing foods and, likewise, alkaline or base-forming foods. Animal protein... Uh, which is found in nearly all animal products, is generally more acid-forming because it tends to have higher levels of sulfur-containing amino acids, such as um, methionine. 
which produce sulfuric acid uh, when it's metabolized in the body. Now, fruits and vegetables, on the other hand, are generally base-forming, which help neutralize those acids in our body and, more importantly, in our kidneys. Now, the ancient human diets, which you've heard me talk about a million times on the podcast if you've listened before, like those of our um, ancestors and fellow great apes, largely consisted of plants. That's no surprise. So they likely produced more base than acid in the kidneys of our ancestors. Now, humans have evolved eating these alkaline diets over millions of years, but most contemporary diets produce acid in excess. Junk food, animal products, bacon, cheese, milk, um, the standard American diet, right? This switch from base to acid-forming diets may help explain our modern epidemic of kidney disease. Now, a 2014 analysis um, a 2014 analysis of the diets and kidney function of more than 12,000 Americans found that a higher dietary acid load was associated with significantly higher risk of protein leakage leakage into the urine, which is um, not necessarily 100% of the time, but it is an early indicator or can be an early indicator of kidney damage. Now, acid-inducing in- diets are believed to impact the kidneys through what's called tubular toxicity, which is damage to the tiny, delicate urine-making tubes in the kidneys. I don't know if you guys remember um, uh, dissecting kidneys in like high school biology, but all those tiny little uh, tubes that when you slight, when you cross-section it, getting kind of gross, but when you cross-section a kidney, you see all these tiny little tubes. That's what they're talking about. Um, now, to buffer the excess acid formed by your diet, kidneys produce ammonia which is a base and can neutralize some of that acid. But counteracting the acid is beneficial only in the short term. Um, Over the long term, all that extra ammonia in the kidneys um, will likely have a toxic effect. The declining kidney function over time may be a consequence of a lifetime of ammonia overproduction. So your kidneys are working in excess. They have that ammonia buildup over time. um, It's going to ding you. And kidneys may start to deteriorate in your 20s, and by the time we reach our 80th birthday, um, we might be down to as low as half the capacity, which, um, I mean, half in each kidney, you're looking at one, one whole functioning kidney, essentially. Um, the chronic low-grade metabolic acidosis attributed to a meat-rich diet helps explain why people eating plant-based diets appear to have superior kidney function and why various plant-based diets seem to be so successful in treating chronic kidney failure. Now, under normal circumstances, a vegetarian diet alkalinizes um, the kidneys, whereas a non-vegetarian diet carries an acid load. Now, if people are unwilling to reduce their meat consumption, they should consider eating a lot more fruits and vegetables to try and at least balance out that acid load. So whether you're not your whole food plant-based or not, um, if you're not, and you're still incorporating animal products, up your fresh vegetable and fruit load to counteract that um, that uh, acidity in your in your diet. Now, people like like um, what's his name, Sean? Uh, what's his name, Doctor Sean? Can't remember his last name. The guy who advocates the the carnivore diet, who eats nothing but meat. Uh, there's a few people that I know that uh, that do the same thing. You got to think about, you know, sure, they might be losing weight. They might have treated some sort of autoimmune 
um, dysfunction from the, that they get from something that they're eating in the plant world by weeding out all plants. Uh, but among the other things like you know cancer and osteoporosis and, and yada yada yada, um, how many people eating the carnivore diet do you think are tra- tracking their kidney function? Um, this is this is going to greatly damage their kidney function. So researchers have found that giving people fruits and vegetables not only offered similar protect, um, protections to baking soda, um, which you can have in pill form to help neutralize that, uh, that acid, like you can find on Green Gold Nutrition's website, um, but they also have the added advantage of lowering the, blood, the subject's blood, uh, blood, sugar, uh, blood sugar, blood pressure. Um, so, and it goes beyond just kidneys, right? Um, you know, your stool pH... The higher acidity in your stool pH, the greater uh, chances you have at developing colon cancer. And the higher general body acidity uh, levels, the greater chance of you developing osteopenia, osteoporosis. There's a lot of things that happen when your body is, is not in a basic or alkaline state, when it's in an acidic state. Um, so if you are not eating a whole food plant-based diet, or you know somebody who's not, um, inform them. Let them know, hey, I heard this podcast. Uh, you might want to look into kidney function as it pertains to animal products, uh, or at least just up your fruit and and vegetable intake because it'll help it at least try to balance it out. Um, obviously, you know me, you know I advocate for a whole food plant-based diet. Uh, there's really no legitimate argument as a whole against a whole food plant-based diet. Um, but nevertheless, there are naysayers. So uh, it just goes to show that, you know, people who are on the carnivore diet, uh, you know, and I bring this up because it's something that really bothers me. You know, not a lot of things really bother me, but when people say they're eating the carnivore diet, it's just, it's something that they are doing because it fits in their narrative, right? They're too scared to try something that's outside of what they quote-unquote are, are used to or like. Um, so they're just going to go full bore, eat nothing but meat. Um, they're damaging their kidneys. They're killing their their hormones, their, their, um, their uh, God. I tell you what, having a sinus cold really fucks with your brain power. Um, but I digress. It's killing their hormones. It's killing their... Um, their their activity in terms of they're going to be more lethargic in the long run. Um, their prostate is probably enlarging. I mean, it's a whole host of things. If you haven't heard yet, heard of Sean Baker. If you haven't gone back and listened to to uh, my podcast on Sean Baker's blood test results from doing his carnivore diet, go back and listen to it um, because this all kind of just meshes together. And that's I mean that's kind of the hard thing about talking about whole food plant-based diets, right? And and having a podcast is you have one topic, but everything is so intertwined. One thing leads to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next, and it's a result of this, and it's a cause of that. So you start talking about one thing, and you, 20 minutes later, you're down the rabbit hole to something else because it all, it all relates to itself. Um, That's why it's so important that you guys go back and listen to all the podcasts. Uh, Having said that, I hope you guys are feeling good. I hope that you do not get the sinus cold. Hope you guys do not get the flu. And until next week, go eat a salad.